Hey friends, thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. This is your girl, Kristen Denise, also known as KD, and I am so grateful that you are joining us on our self-care journey. I want to ask you to remember to make sure that you subscribe so that you're always aware of a new conversation that drops, that you rate us because we want to know how we're doing. Give us five stars. And that you leave a review so that other people can know what we're talking about and know why they should join in on the conversation. Thank you so much for your help. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey, friends. It is your girl, KD, Kristen Denise, with episode one, two, three, four, five. Yay. We are one month in. Oh, my word. Um, we're going to pause for a moment before we get into our topic. I can't believe we are one month in. I want to say thank you to everyone that has listened so far, in particular over the last week. Um, since I announced that we have made our way to Apple Podcasts, the listenership has like quadrupled and the kid is grateful. So thank you guys so much for listening in, for checking us out. Remember to subscribe. Remember to review because on Apple Podcasts and even other platforms, if you review, then um, other people who maybe wouldn't normally see it get a chance to see it because your review kind of moves it around, moves it closer to the top, lets it pop up more in searches. Um, and subscribing just means you'll never miss an episode. And of course, you don't want to ever miss an episode. So I just wanted to reiterate that from the intro to remember to rate, subscribe, review, all that fun stuff. Um, and actually write a review. I would love to hear your thoughts on the show. I would love to see maybe if there's some other topics you want to chat about. Um, I would love to hear your self-care story. And if this is helping you in your self-care journey, like I would really love to hear that. That would bring me immeasurable joy to know uh, how we're benefiting you because, well, that's the point of this is to benefit others um, the same way that focusing on my self-care journey has benefited me. All right. All right. So we're going to get into today's topic. And for episode five, the topic is, hey, it is okay not to be okay. So full transparency for me, for the last, um, I'm recording this in early September of 2019, for the last couple of months, life has gone ham, okay? For lack of a better term, I have had, you know, feelings of being overwhelmed multiple times. And this is with practicing self-care. Um, I have, you know, been really tired. I'm still really tired. I have, um, like, it's just been interesting. And, you know, people are like, hey, how you doing? And, you know, are like, are you okay? Or, hey, girl, what's good? And I have made the commitment to myself to be radically honest. So I'm cool. I'm like, I'm cool, girl. How you doing? You know, whatever. Like, hey, what's up, son? Like, you know, whatever. Um, but if I'm not, I am not okay. It's a phrase I use. Um, fortunately, I don't use frequently. I don't want to use it all the time. But it is a phrase that is a part of my vocabulary because it, sometimes it's true and recently you know so we have some family stuff there's health stuff for me and another you know relative I'm close to there is for whatever reason money always wants to pop up and just do something weird and random and not even that I don't have the money for the things that have popped up 
but dang, that's not what I want to spend the money on. You know, let's just be really real. Um, work stuff will pop up. Again, let me be very clear. I love my work. I love my jobs, uh, plural. I love the work that I get to do. But there are moments where you be like, so this is how we this is how we rolling today. This is what we're doing. Oh, okay. Um, and for whatever reason, it felt like life has a, kind of attacked me all at once. Another, you know, full disclosure, my last therapy session, as I was telling my therapist, all of the things that were happening in my life, like I just had a checklist. So she's like, so how are we doing? And I was like, so this, 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 this. And I went through like six or seven things. And she looked at me. She said, quite honestly, girl, I am just glad that you're still standing. You know, it's it's okay for you to be like, I'm not good right now. Um, as I share in our mental health episode, I've been diagnosed with anxiety and depression. Um, mostly, the most of what I deal with is depression. But every now and then, that anxiety kicks up. And who Jesus, the anxiety has kicked up. I looked down one day at my hands as all of these things were going on. And they were literally just shaking. I do a lot of things. I don't have tremors. <laughs> and I remember being like, uh, what in the world is going on? Am I literally just sitting here shaking? And it was like, okay, we've got to, we got to do some extreme things. Um, or what may appear extreme to other people, but what are just necessary things for me to one, not go around just shaking. And two, because that's a clear indicator that something is not okay. What must I do to be well? For me, that was an immediate quick vacation. I got to see my homegirl who I haven't seen in a while. Um, we became friends while she lived in Atlanta. She's moved twice since then. Um, and I got to go visit her in her new city, which is absolutely beautiful. Had a phenomenal time. Great girls weekend. She took care of the kid. We ate good food. We had a ton of fun. I remember dancing at an event she had for her job like all night long. I haven't done that in forever. That DJ was banging um, meeting her friends, which were really awesome, sweet people, getting some sleep because I had not been getting good rest, um, going to a wine tasting, which was just a lot of fun. And this vineyard had some really good wine. And who knew? I didn't know there were vineyards in, in Indiana, um, but there are vineyards in Indiana. Go figure. And, and just creating some really awesome memories, a great church service, like just a good time. And it blessed me and helped me to calm down some and to exert some of this energy and to pour some extra joy. Because remind you, um, as I've already said, I've been doing self-care this whole time. I literally do my self-care every single day. I work out. I read. I laugh. I draw. You know, if it just gets real intense and I can't do nothing else, I'll watch a little movie or a series on Netflix. Um, I drink my hot tea. I color in my coloring book. I shop. Oh, I shop. Lord Jesus, I shop. Um, I, I give. I serve. I do something every day for self-care. I take my one hour religiously. It is legitimately a part of my daily life and my schedule. But let me be very clear. Sometimes your standard self-care is not enough. And it's not because you're not doing the things you need to do to be well. It's because those things are now baseline for you. Think of it like working out a muscle. The things you do when you first start working out and the things you do 
three months in versus the things you do maybe six months in versus the things you do two years into your workout regimen are going to be different. Even if the exercises, I'm doing air quotes and you can't see them, so I don't know why I'm doing them. But even the ex- while the exercises you do may be exactly the same, the intensity with which you do them, the number, you know, the, the repetitions of something you do have increased. Maybe you use weights now where you didn't use weights before. Um, you know, maybe you could only do 20 crunches and now you're doing 200. So even if you're doing the same things, that intensity level has to go up. And that's how I am with self-care now. I've been on this journey for a minute. I've been consistently doing this stuff for a while now. And so my baseline things don't always, you know, get me get me back to where I need to be the way that they used to do. Now, let me be very clear. They do help me to maintain and not to derail, which is why they're important, even if they don't um, get me over the top like they used to do. So I have to do them because it's my baseline now. Like, I can't imagine how I would have been had I not been doing daily self-care as I had all this crazy stuff going on. Um, But I also knew that I needed an extra bump. Like, I needed an extra push to get me through the stratosphere to get my joy levels up super, super high consistently. And so I had my trip to Bloomington, Indiana. Thank you, Jamie G, for being an amazing hostess. The campus of IU is gorgeous. And just thank you for sharing that experience and your friends with me. It was a phenomenal weekend and it blessed my soul. And then two weeks later, which for me would be last weekend, I went to the Miami, Florida area and got to spend the weekend with my niece and nephew. My children bring me abundant joy, but the kids that are legitimately a part of my life who call me Auntie Kristen or when my baby can finally talk when she called me God Mommy, like these kids mean the absolute world to me. My friends mean the world to me. And so if I can help my friends out by hanging out with their kids, I'm going to do it. And playing mommy for a weekend, because I am not a mother, okay, was so good to my soul. Because for me, serving, giving is a part of my self-care. Loving on my babies, creating amazing memories with my little snickerdoodles. So much fun. My nephew called me mommy no less than four times throughout the weekend, which was hilarious, but sweet because that shows his comfort level with me, his love for me. We had a cuddle session one morning. All the both of these jokers jumped in the bed with me because why not? We, we, you know, did all of our things that we do with Auntie Kristen, which are also things that bring me joy. So we went to the bookstore and bought books. We went shopping together. We had our Starbucks date because that's our tradition is we have a Starbucks date. My other baby, we have Chick-fil-A dates. These babies, we have Starbucks dates. We went out and had pizza. We watched movies and snuggled on the couch. We did things that tons of people do for self-care, but getting to do it with them, who I love so much, but don't get to see all the time because they don't live in Atlanta and I live in Atlanta, um, just took it over the top. So I came home exhausted because let me help you out. Little kids are never quiet unless they're asleep. And then apparently my niece speaks in her sleep. So there's that. So I was exhausted because I spend a lot of time in silence. I live by myself. I do not watch TV typically. I don't always play music. I like the quiet. And a four, almost five-year-old, as he likes to say very clearly, and an eight-year-old, quiet ain't really what they do. At least not these two. So I did come home exhausted because I had not had enough silence. But I came home literally with my heart overflowing because 
we had such an amazing time together. Um, and I'm just so grateful that I have them in my life and doing those over the top things, having these two trips, which were planned before my life went crazy. Thank the Lord. Um, cause I don't necessarily know if I would have planned these specific trips in the midst of my crazy, um, <laughs> Having these both kind of on deck and ready to go before my life went left was such a gift to me because it helped me to write the ship. And while I'm still tired, I think I'm just, I have a lot on my plate this season. I think tired is unfortunately just going to be a consistent thing for me right now. I am fueled to live my best life. So you can be tired and still be fueled for your journey. I've been so much con more consistent with my working out. I'm working out like five days a week minimum. I'm doing two a days. I ain't gonna lie. Some of the motivation is my 20 year anniversary of starting my freshman year of college is coming up. We have all of these activities happening and all these looks. And so sis wants to be as fine as she can be. And listen, we get in there. So this exercise regimen, you know, I'm going I'm going to Zumba later on this morning. I'm recording this early in the morning, which might be why my voice is still cracking a little bit. And I'm also losing my voice. So there's that. But I did not want to deny an episode. I want to be consistent with this. Um. So, but I'm working out. I am reading not just for class or these programs I'm in because reading brings me joy. I'm able to get up out of bed in the morning and kind of hop to it, which for me is an indicator that I'm doing well because when my depression um, is kind of current and in, in flow, I, it's hard for me to get out of bed in the morning. That's the number one sign that I am depressed is that I would lay around in the bed for hours, uh, I'll never forget was one morning last year, and I'm just thankful for flexible work, and I'm also thankful that I get up really early. I woke up around my normal time of six o'clock in the morning, no alarm, just when I wake up, and I think it took me till about 10.30 to get out of bed, and I had to coach myself to do that. Once I got out of bed, I was cool, and I had an okay day, but um, it took a minute. It took a minute, and that's just kind of my normal sound. So when it starts taking me longer and longer to get out of bed and I'm not asleep, I'm just kind of laying there. That's what I know. Like, okay, the depression is starting. Um, and I'm, I'm, I say, hey, how are you doing? Mm, today has been interesting. You know, today I'm, I'm clearly not okay. I could not get out of bed this morning or I have plans and I canceled them. Not just because, well, I didn't want to do it, but because I really could not conceive of being around people at all. When it's strangers, and that could go either way. When it's people I love, that's a warning sign that, hey, I'm not okay. And I am okay with saying it. I'm okay when my friends are checking in with me and just, you know, send me text messages or just say, girl, what's up? I am not okay. I want you to be okay with saying you are not okay too. Because you are well within your rights to process through the challenging things in life, through the things that suck, that are hard, honestly and openly. And when you do that, people who love you will work to love you better and love you back to health. And that has been my experience. My people have loved me well and they are loving me back to wholeness. And they only know that needs to be done because I'm honest about where I am. So be honest. Be okay with saying, I am not doing the greatest right now. Be honest with saying this season is hard. Be honest with sharing everything that's on your plate. 
be honest with sharing your frustration about everything that's on your plate. And even I say sometimes I'm like, I'm telling you now, this is how I feel in the moment. I'm sure I won't feel this way always. But as for today, as for right now in this moment that we're talking, I hate everything. I don't want to do anything. I don't like anybody. I want to run away. Because that's a very real feeling. And I tell that to my therapist. It doesn't mean I'm crazy. It doesn't mean I'm depressed. It might mean I'm overwhelmed. And that's okay to say, too. I say it at work. I said it in meetings. People are asking for things. I'm like, hey, I'm overwhelmed right now. Tell me the two things you absolutely have to have. I'll make sure you get those right away. But some of this other stuff, I'm going to need a minute. And people honor that. They acknowledge that. And they get it because odds are the people in your life want you to be well. And if you find yourself in an environment where people can't handle that kind of truth, I would encourage you to switch up your environment. If it's your job, if you can change your job, change it. Or if you can set new boundaries, set them. If it's your family, you have to coach them in new ways to love you, to support you, and to treat you well. Um, If it's your friends, be real. This is what I need from you to be okay. You down? If you're down, cool. And you can stay at whatever your position is in my life. If you're not down for whatever reason, it does not, I repeat, it does not make you a bad person. It does not make that friend a bad friend because they can't help you in the season because the reality is they're dealing with stuff too. But it might mean you can't be my go-to person or you can't be at my inner circle at this point in my life and your life. And we have to agree to love each other from a little bit further away. And that is fine. That is okay. A-okay. Nothing wrong with it. So I want to say that's all for today. I think I'm done. Um, Let me rephrase. How do I think I'm done? I know I'm done. That's all for today. I just want you to, one... Be okay with saying you're not okay. If you're not, you're not. It's not the end of the world. And acknowledging the truth of not being okay is the only way that you get to be okay again. So number one, be okay with not saying you're okay. Number two, think of the ways that the people who you spend the most time with can support you and help you in getting to be okay again. And if they're not capable or they're not willing Be willing to change who's the closest around you as much as you can so you can have the support that you need to be well. And then number three, the final one, be okay with realizing you may have to do something different, something a little bit more extreme than your normal to get back to okay. I went out of town twice and within a two week period and that helped me to reset everybody's not going to do that. Everybody can't do that. Some people might need two weekends in the house. Like, I don't want to go out in the world if I stay at home and I clean up and I organize my space and I throw away stuff and clear clutter. That's going to get me to where I need to be. I'm going to do my spring cleaning in the fall, whatever it is. You know, um, I'm going to do a bunch of home cooked meals. I'm not going out to dinner. I'm not going to happy hour. Yes, I agree to go to whatever event. I don't have the energy for it. I can't go. People who love you will understand. People who love you sometimes won't understand, but that also can't be your burden because your focus has to be your wellness. Because what I do know is that whether or not everyone understands this process I'm going through and all these things I'm dealing with and how um, they're impacting my health and my, uh, on every level, my mental health and emotional health and physical health, they may not understand any of that. But they do know that they want me to be here. They want me to be 
healthy. They want me to be whole. And so they accept the fact that sometimes for me to make sure that I'm here healthy and whole, I'm going to have to disappoint them in the short term so that I could be here for the long term to bring the joy, to make the memories and to live the life that we all deserve to live. And that's all I have for today, folks. I love you so very much. I hope that this episode frees you up to be honest and truthful. Um, If you don't have a therapist, find a therapist. I might say that like every episode. And um, go into this next day, this next season, whenever you're listening to this, this next moment of your life, hopefully a little bit lighter if you've been carrying a burden with a little bit more knowledge to use at the time when you need it. And well, do what you need to do to be more than okay. I love you so very much. Holla at you later, player. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. If you're ready to get started on your own self-care journey and you need some help, check out the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care workbook. You can find it on Amazon.com and we would love for you to have it to help you in your self-care journey. You can also join us on social media. We have a Facebook group, the Black Girl's Guide to Self-Care. On Twitter, you can find us at Black Girl Self-Care. And on Instagram, we are Black Girl Self-Care Revolution. So come on over and join us online. Keep the conversation going um, and stick with us in between episodes. Love you so much. Thank you for joining me today. And I just hope that you have an amazing rest of your day, month, week, year, that it is literally you living your best life. So till next time, be well.